Shalom, and welcome to In the Beginning. My name is Shmuel Bowman, and I am a Torah scribe. There's this beautiful idea that you can dedicate um, one's learning, okay? When one's learning, when you're learning um, holy work, sacred scrolls, when you're when you're really digging into um, Torah wisdom, you know, that we can that we can dedicate this learning to someone or or to some people. And so, with that in mind, um, I would like to really dedicate our learning today. Um, in the merit of all those who are quite sick and who are struggling right now from this terrible coronavirus that has swept the entire globe. And my prayer is, is that through the merit of our learning right now, uh, that they should have a refuah shlema, a full and speedy recovery. Amen. I want to give a little bit of the background to this broadcast, especially for those who are just tuning in for the first time or even just recently. And that is as follows. I'm, I'm passionate about the Hebrew letters. Um, they're the building blocks of everything. Okay, So that when we look at Hebrew words, um, that those words are comprised of Hebrew letters. And so I'm, I want to do more than look at the what the word is saying in the Torah in the Bible I want to go I want to break it down even more what are the letters that God chose to write out these concepts and that's what really really grabs me and those are ideas that I want to share with you and I share with them every week on this broadcast now the other thing is is that I don't just pick um, the telling of the Torah stories, by, you know, by chance or random. Now, I try to basically follow um, the, the calendar. And what happens is as follows. We start reading the Torah, the five books of the Torah. And we start reading that around, uh, right at the end of the holiday of Sukkot. It's called Simchat Torah. It means the festival of the rejoicing of the Torah. It happens sometime around September or October. Um, and then we begin with right? The book of Genesis in the beginning. And we go through all that. And then we go from Genesis into Exodus. We go through Exodus into Numbers and Numbers into Leviticus, Leviticus into Deuteronomy. Um, by the way, I really like the way that um, that my friends in Germany and in Switzerland, the way they call it, they don't say, they call it book one, book two, book three, book four, book five. And that also makes a lot of sense, I think. And we finish the last um, few words in the book of Deuteronomy. Okay, it's called Bezot Bracha, and we finish it. Guess when? Yeah, Simchat Torah, right at the end of Sukkot. And so what we've done is we've taken the entire year to read section at a time. It's called Parsha or section uh, or telling of the Torah, and we take we we go through it week by week until we get the entire Torah done in one entire year. And that's uh, kind of, I want to follow, I'm following that, um, that formula, if you will, when I'm doing these broadcasts. Well, look, this week happens to be Parsha. Parsha means the reading or the section of. This happens to be the reading of Kitisa. Now, you got to see this for yourself. Kitisa is chapter 
uh, 30 and verse 11. You gotta look. You gotta see this for yourself. So you can get yourselves a Bible, or or go to Safari, or go to wherever you get where you're where you're reading the Torah, and it's really quite amazing. Because I kept thinking to myself for the last couple of days, what does the Torah have to say to us today? This week has been an really, really a shocking week. This coronavirus has increased, has intensified, has swept through every single country in the world. And, uh, and the numbers of people who, who are, who become sick from this, the number of people who are in quarantine, um, has just increased in exponentially. And I, I, I really, I really do think that the Torah is there to teach us, to guide us, to lead us, to give us hope, to give us strength. So what is the Torah saying to us this week about this crazy week, this crazy week that we've gone through? And sure enough, you take a look at Kitisa, Exodus chapter 30, verse 11, I'll read it. It says, The God spoke to Moses saying, okay, Kitisa et Rosh B'nai Yisrael, when you take a census, right? When you do an accounting, of the of the nation of Israel, the the people of Israel, according to their enrollment, okay, um, and each person is going to pay to God a fee. They're going to pay a fee for himself for being counted. Okay, so you actually have to pay something in order to be counted. Okay. Get a load of this. Velo ye behem negef bepikud otam. So that no plague may come upon them when they're being counted. You get a load of this. No plague will come upon them when they're being counted. And it goes further. And I'm looking at verse 13. Okay. over. This is what everyone who has entered into the records shall pay. Now it's going to tell us what, what, what each person is actually paying in order to be counted. A half shekel, okay, a half shekel by the, um, by the uh, sanctuary or by the temple or the tabernacle, whatever you want to call it, um, has a weight of 20 gira to the shekel. And this is a half shekel as an offering to the Lord. Shekel truma la Adonai. Whoa! I can't, crazy, crazy! Is that amazing? This week's parsha is giving us incredible insight into how to respond to the coronavirus. I mean, that's kind of that's the way I see it, anyways. I mean, that's because I believe that the Torah is relevant. I don't believe it should be stuck in a museum somewhere. I don't believe it should be put behind glass and not touched. I think we need to open it up and read it and learn it and see what it's saying to us today. And I, and there it is. It's talking about this. It's talking about what to do so that this plague is not going to afflict us. And what it's telling us to do is to be counted and to be counted by paying this shekel. Now, let, now let's take a look at what shekel means. You've probably heard shekel before I mean it's the it's the currency right it's the money currency that we use in Israel today we call it the shekel or the new Israel shekel and you're probably familiar with the concept of shekel from thousands of years ago when it's you know when it's talked about as as a form of currency 
But let's look at the word really carefully. Shekel, right? Sheen, kuflamet. Shekel. Shekel actually means weight, the weight of something. So it's very interesting that what we call currency really has to do with the weight of 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 the you know of the actual object. So that really is incredible because what that says to me is that when people you ready for this when people weigh in when they weigh in on whether they're in or or they're out okay so they're literally putting their money where their mouth is they're saying yeah i want to be counted i want to be counted i'm weighing in right i am i am bringing my shekel and my shekel is going to be contributed to the mishkan the tabernacle the beit hamikdash the temple okay this is where this is where this is how I'm going to be counted. It's not like, for example, I remember you know from Canada, the census would come around every few years. I don't know how often, but every few years. And what would happen is is that it would ask you a bunch of questions, you know, your gender and sometimes your religion and your income and okay, and then they'd get a little bit of a snapshot of of who lives where and how many people there are and everything and. That's kind of how the census was. And it's not like the kind of like a census or an accounting where everybody kind of like lines up and you kind of go one, two, three, four, five, six, ten million, eleven million, twelve. No. This is you're counted, you're counted when you bring your shekel, when you bring your weight into it. And you're saying, I want to be part of something. So what does this mean the way I think regarding the whole coronavirus? Look, the people who are sick and they're being treated. There are people who are, um, who are, who have been in contact with people who have corona, and they're being quarantined. Extremely important, very, very important to really to follow all the regulations uh, that your uh, that your country or that your community has in order to keep everybody uh, safe. Um, I, I can't emphasize enough: washing hands with soap. You know, as often as possible, certainly avoiding touching um, objects, to avoid touching each other. This is a time. This is a time to show your warmth and friendliness to one another without physical contact. I know it sounds impossible, but it can be done. It's really important. No handshaking. Okay. No hugs. Okay. It'll be temporary. Okay. But right now we have to change our behavior so that we can get through this really, really, really important. And all the other health and safety measures that we're being told to do, this isn't a time to be macho or brave or anything. Oh yeah, no, that doesn't apply to me. Wrong. It applies to you. Okay. It applies to everybody. All right. We have to follow all the regulations, but What's really interesting is, is that when somebody is being quarantined, when somebody is actually in isolation, they're actually not alone. There's an entire community network going on. There's friends and there's neighbors. Okay, nobody is actually sitting there abandoned in their, in their quarantined room. Okay, People are, are concerned for your physical and your mental and your spiritual well-being. It's amazing. I'm looking around at my own community in Efrat here in Israel, and... Whoa, there's so many amazing neighborhood uh, grass roots or grass tops uh, programs that are that have just initially literally started making sure that people are okay, making sure that if people are anxious or upset by what's going on with corona, that that there's help for them. Uh, making sure that if you take if you have to take time off work or your work closes down, to make sure that you're not going to be, you know, uh, financially. Um, jeopardized, uh, to make sure that 
um, every aspect of your life is is supported. It's absolutely amazing. And I think that has to do with that the half shekel. Okay, we have an opportunity right now. My friends, we have an opportunity with this pandemic crisis to either be in or to be out. Okay, we can totally become hermits and cut ourselves off from everybody. And in a sense, we have to kind of do that. But when we buy in and we say, okay, in spite of being cut off, in spite of going in, those people who have to go into quarantine, in spite of not touching each other, in spite of spending a little bit more distance away from each other, in spite of that, we're actually going to get closer. How? By being part of each other's lives, by making sure I'm counted. I want to be counted in this people. I want to be counted in this community. And here's my shekel. I'm weighing in. Here's my weight in on this, that I want to be part of this, that I don't want to leave other people alone, and I don't want to be left alone. What an incredible opportunity this is in the face of something that can be so frightening. Please join me every week for new ideas, and uh, let's share these secrets together. Shalom. I'm Shmuel Bowman. Looking for a special gift for a wedding, birthday, bar, or bat mitzvah, anniversary, corporate, wellness, or condolence? Shmuel will create a Hebrew name on parchment in the traditional Torah scribal form. The parchment is framed by an original design paper cut depicting the unforgettable Jerusalem skyline. The paper cut is available in three beautiful colors, midnight blue, burgundy wine, and desert beige. Please visit our website, www.sacredscrolls.net.